What is up, everybody? We are back with another episode of Disco Inferno, the podcast. And I am very excited for this episode because this is an episode that if you listen to the last season, I think you would very much enjoy it. I'm not even going to spoil it quite yet, but first I want to introduce two guests that I'm bringing on. First, I got, I mean, I'll let you guys go for it. You want to introduce yourselves real quick and then I'll tell you guys what we've been up to. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll start with that. Uh, my name is actually Kyle, but I go by Kev. It's, <laughs> it's been a long-running nickname. Uh, I am. Uh, I go way back with Sam. He was a senior when I was a freshman on the uh, golf team at the school that we went to, and that's when I got the nickname. Is when I was a freshman. So I've been being been being called Kev ever since. And uh, yeah, I'll let my uh, let my buddy Perfect. over here go. Shout out Kev. Hey, yeah, shout out Kev. My name is also Kyle. Um, <laughs> so it kind of helps why. Other Kyle goes by Kev, so it kind of clears it up a little bit. Um, he's one of my roommates at school, so that's how you know I was able to connect with Sam, and uh, you know end up end up on this podcast today. Yeah, thank you guys for coming through. I mean, Kev has been a loyal fan since day one, Absolutely. and then he got Kyle roped into this. So <laughs> <laughs> now the reason why I have these two lovely gentlemen on today is because we decided to go on a triple date. Triple triple that's Three right is always better than two so i know you know after the end of last season after logan left there's a lot up in the air in terms of the direction of what this podcast was going to be like and i honestly had no intention of going back into the dating world but then you know sometimes the stars align and you just got to go for it you know what i mean so <laughs> i guess we'll just get right into it then and i'll tell you guys exactly how we got into the situation and then go from there but before we even get into that part if you go back and listen to I forget what the episode number is, but the pink taco date, double date number four, the one that yeah. was not that good. <laughs> I actually saw both these guys there, which was crazy. Yeah. You guys saw us in the flesh before you even realized what yeah. we were doing. <laughs> I didn't circle. even know you guys were doing these double dates at the time. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not sure if you guys remember anything about it, but I mean, <laughs> so we caught you guys as we were walking out and then... I saw Kev. I didn't know Kyle at all. I'm sure I said hi to him, but I never met him before. But I was talking to Kev, and Kev was like, yo, what are you guys doing here? And I was like, oh, me and Logan are going on double dates. We (laughs) hadn't told anyone at this point what we were doing. And so first off, I mean, Kev and the other guys that he's roommates with were like, this is crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. we just happen to be here. They're for a birthday, whatever. Just a whole lot of weird stuff going on. But that's where, I guess... The plant was seeded or the seed was planted <laughs> oops clip that exactly so i just remember uh we were at pink taco it was uh if you remember the name noah from that episode it was his birthday and uh he was also on the golf team with sam and i so we were just sitting and we were getting ready to leave to go to a different place we were just kind of waiting for a reservation when we were at pink taco and Sam still had long hair at this point, so he was mm-hmm. even more recognizable than like he just normally would be from me knowing him. I just remember looking up, and we were almost on our way out, and I'm just like, that guy looks like Sam. I'm like, oh my god, that is Sam. And, I just like <laughs> st- and then I look over, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Logan. I'm like, what the hell is happening? And uh, I just remember like jumping up, like just giving you guys a big hug, and going into how that date wasn't very good. I remember you guys were in kind of a rush to get out of there it seemed like <laughs> and then nolan was telling me he's like oh yeah no noah. noah was telling me they're doing these double dates thing i'm like oh that's that's re- that's interesting like i didn't yeah. know the podcast was gonna exist i didn't know anything at this time but 
we were talking about like yeah that date must have not gone very well actually they were were itching to get out of there fun fact that was the first night we ever recorded an episode really yeah right afterwards we went straight to the recording studio down here it was so bad you just had that fire you know (laughs) yeah you wanted to to get the emotion across right away (laughs) so yeah so originally saw them there and then fast forward what six months later here we are so full circle full circle moment that's what we do around here but (laughs) so how did this triple date come up i'll give you the rundown real quick so ever since logan got cuffed up we still had six months of my unlimited hinge membership (laughs) so of course i had to make use of that so i made it for my own and what ended up happening i never really used it that much but i would go on every once in a while and there was this one girl when i was on there every time for some reason there's a lot of double accounts or there's a lot of people that say you should leave a comment if you want to go on like a double date i was scrolling through one day and then i saw this one girl who had said you should hit us up if you want to go on a triple date and whenever these things come up i immediately just send them like hey you should check out my podcast got to plug it out because i went on all these double dates like let me know what your experience was like whatever whatever and then she was like oh well go find a couple friends now this was like a month ago or so literally all of my friends are cuffed yeah. every single one that i can think of <laughs> even ones that i mean there were guys that i reached out to who i would have never imagined to have girlfriends and then they're like oh i've had a girlfriend since last september i'm like dude why am i just hearing about this like <laughs> um so i was just going through everyone that i know of and actually so noah the person that kev went to pink taco with we um i reached out to him because i was supposed to go on a triple date with him a long time ago but he was in like day two of whatever relationship number he was on (laughs) (laughs) so he's like nah man like with us anymore (laughs) (laughs) he's on to a few more okay yeah um he was like nah man like i'm just got into a relationship but like have fun so of course i just keep reaching out to everybody i know then i reach out to kev kev immediately text back he's like i'm in let me see if i could find anyone else mm-hmm. luckily he found good old kyle over here and then i hit them back up i'm like hey i got three let's make it happen now this is just as a reminder girls are flaky <laughs> if there's anything you learned from last season it's that they're very flaky so i didn't yeah. expect anything to actually come from this but you know you kind of get the wheels turning they start thinking a little bit. They're like, oh, this is such a weird idea. I might as well give it a try. So I think that at least intrigued them a little bit, but you never know. Even like, I mean, we'll, we'll just get to the date and then I'll give you guys my thoughts on flakiness and everything like that once we reach a certain point. Right. So, I mean, before I even start getting into it, you guys have any thoughts on the whole situation pre-date? Well, you might want to talk like how did you get involved because i feel like i didn't even really ask you i was just kind of talking about it and you're like hey i'm in yeah i remember well we were just sitting on the couch one night and you, you said that same text to you and um you said yeah like you're looking for a third and i guess you like didn't like directly ask me i was just there i was like yeah like i'll, I'll do that like, it sounds <laughs> yeah. it sounds intriguing i've never been on a podcast before never been on like a blind date i guess so i just thought it was something fun to kind of participate in and it's always fun to talk to people and you know meet new people so why not yeah, I just, uh, I got the text from Sam and I was like, because I had texted him right when I heard about uh, Logan leaving the podcast. I'm like, yo, if you ever need a double date partner, hit mm-hmm. me up, I, I'd, I'd be down. And so I got the text about triple and like you said, immediately I was like, I'm in, let me see what I can do about a third. You know, when yeah. people tell me they're down to do something, I'm going to hold them to that. So <laughs> Exactly. I'm glad you did. 
so yeah, so that's how I got you guys roped into it. Now, to give a little background on the date, so I didn't really set up anything on this date, and actually, so I sent them the podcast before I even initiated any anything, like because I wasn't sure I was going to find anybody to go with me. So of course, I sent them the vibe check over, which mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you know what the vibe check is, but yep, I was sending out. It. Yep, yep. The vibe check. It's a nice little Google form thing just to see what the vibes looking like, you know. So they loved it. I think that also added to the intrigue factor. And I forget where I was even going with this, but so they filled out the vibe check. It was ready to go. And they told me everything in terms of like, oh, meet us here. They decided they wanted to go to Timeout Market, which is over in Fenway. I've only been there once. I'm not sure if you guys had ever been there beforehand. Nah, I had never gone. Yep, never been there. So. I think it's relatively close to them was pretty easy for them so i was like okay cool they told me hey we want to go at 7 or seven thirty. i was like all right let's make it happen so i tell kyle and kev come on over friday night around six o'clock and then we can make things happen so that's exactly what they do they show up we start heading onto the t now granted i want to make this noted this is the first time i had ever met kyle kyle number two that's if i call him kyle number two that's what i'm talking about kyle and kev okay so the first time I ever met Kyle, so I wasn't sure what to expect, but I knew that anyone that's down to give this a try is going to be pretty cool, pretty yeah, pretty good to go with. So I had my hopes very high, mm-hmm. um, was chit-chatting beforehand. I was like, all right, yep, this is, this is the guy, so let's do it. <laughs> um, we started heading over, so it's in Fenway, so we started heading that direction. Still just kind of just catching up. I was catching up with Kev, learning a little bit about Kyle. Nothing too noteworthy happened aside from the fact that we were on the train and we look over and there's this guy that's standing there with just a river of blood <laughs> flowing out of his nose. Using, using his mask to try and plug it too. Like, I mean, I don't know what I would have done in that situation, but I feel like he's going to have to put that mask back on at some point. Yeah. Well, I was and eavesdropping was, a little bit. And he said that he was on his way to a concert. And if yeah. he wasn't, then he was going to use his sock. <laughs> I did hear that, too. Yeah, because I met, I guess he mentioned that like to his friends he was with who like weren't helping him out very much. No, they were <laughs> just sitting he there. Was, like, he was also just kind of leaning over them and dripping blood everywhere. I think they're like, yo, can you back up a little bit? But, but yeah, I guess that's why he didn't want to use his sock. But It was, I mean, it was crazy. I'm not sure. I was a little nervous that that was like an omen for things to come. <laughs> like, you know, the tea, you can see anything in any like everything and anything on the t so mm-hmm. that did not really surprise me but it's not every day you look over and there's just blood everywhere yeah, it was a lot of blood <laughs> <laughs> that mask was, was soaked <laughs> no small bloody nose it was it was a, i felt a bad river. for the poor guy i mean so did i but i mean i also feel like if that happens to you frequently then maybe you should go out like prepared like bring like some bring, bring, bring like the pocket kleenexes yeah. i don't know don't, yeah. don't use the mask as a last resort it was not his first rodeo by the sounds and looks of it <laughs> Uh, so that was the excitement that happened as we were heading over there and then we made the trek over to 401 park which is where timeout is now i used to work over there i worked in the same building but i had only been there once before um so i mean i knew what it was going to be like but i really hadn't gone there too often so to say so Mm -hmm. you know it's still kind of like a new experience for me clearly new experience for both of you guys what are your initial thoughts on the place yeah, I can start. Um, I liked it. I thought it was a really cool area. I was kind of expecting it to be more like Quincy Market, uh, just kind of like a bunch of different small restaurants going down, which it kind of was, but it was more 
one big room than Quincy Market is, which is just a hallway, essentially. Mm. And lots of seats. The drinks were really good. Uh, I got two tacos. They were both really good. Um, other than that, I can't speak too much on it, but the atmosphere was just really cool. It was packed, so it was pretty hard to find a seat. But uh, lots of people there. Mix a very diverse crowd. I saw some very young people. I saw some much older people, like clearly in their 50s, like working full time, probably have families going on. Yeah, I liked it. It reminded me of this place back home in Tampa called Armature Works. So shout out Armature Works, where it's kind of similar setup. But yeah, like Kev said, like all the food places looked really good. The food that I had was good. Um, vibes were high. I liked the atmosphere. It was like nice and dark until they ended up kicking us out. But <laughs> um, but yeah, the one problem that I had was like, I ordered a quesadilla and it didn't come cut up. And it was just like one huge taco. So it was very weird to eat. So yeah, that, that was my one. Weird. That was my one beef with timeout. For those that don't know, this place is like a food hall type of deal. So they have a million different stalls. So they have like a pizza spot, chicken spot, yada, 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 so on and so forth. Yeah, the place was packed, dude. Like, yeah. I was pretty surprised how busy it was. We got there, and I was a little nervous that we weren't going to be able to find a spot. When yeah. we walked in, I thought there was no chance we were finding a spot for six people. Yes. I was hoping there was, like, a back room or something. <laughs> like, there's no way. I mean, maybe I should have expected that, but I really wasn't ready for that to the point. So, me and Kev started walking around looking for spots. Eventually, after, like, 20 minutes, we found, like, six spots because we needed at least a couple seats for the ladies, yeah. of course. <laughs> and so we're sitting there, um, just kind of chit-chatting there, eating their food. And then I get the text, hey, we're on our way over. I'm like, okay, sweet. Pretty much right when I get that text, this group of like 15 older people. When I say older people, I mean like 50. Yeah. Come rolling through. Don't even ask. Literally just take all the spots that are next to us. And me and Kev, we put our like, we put our sweatshirts down and whatever to save a few spots. They did not care. They just went, dove right into it. Yeah, they like initially respected that we had our jackets on the back of them, but then like five more came and they just kind of like looked at it and like looked at us and we we just decided we're like, yeah, we should like, we're not going to have enough spots. They clearly are trying to alpha us out of this spot right now and it's working. (laughs) Yeah, we we did get alpha. That was, I was also nervous. Not only like we're repositioned, so if we did stay there, we would have been so like awkwardly close to them and been like such a big group. So I thought it'd be such like kind of an awkward like start, so... I was, I was happy we ended up moving. Yeah. Um, actually, before we dive dive into it, had you guys ever been on any sort of double, triple date before? I've never been on one. Um, I mean, Other than with, like, established, like, when I had a girlfriend and, like, we went with one of our friends who was also a couple. Like, established relationship. I've been on double dates, but, like, nothing like this. Yeah. So, same. Exact same. That was the same thing for the girls. They had never been on any sort of double, triple date, whatever. So, But I've been on couple here and yeah, there clearly. so i was pretty used to it like i knew what was going to come i was giving them the rundown beforehand i'm like look it is going to be very awkward at the start you just got to kind of power <laughs> yeah. through it pre-game pep talk hopefully it does get better you know sometimes it doesn't but hey that's kind of the way of the road sometimes mm-hmm. but so we're sitting there and then they finally show up the ladies roll through i'm talking to kyle my back is uh, against the wall i guess <laughs> yeah. and then kyle is just like uh i think they're here like standing <laughs> right behind me so i turn around and of course the ladies are there we're like oh uh this we've talked about this before mm-hmm. the very initial introduction do you yeah. go with the handshake do you go with the side <laughs> hug so on so forth yeah 
they were pretty forward with it. Like, I think they kind of made that decision more than we did. They went right for the hugs. They did go right for the hugs. I will also add, I feel like hug, it's a little more natural. And it's kind of hard to go wrong with the hug. Handshake can be a little awkward. and It's a little of, formal. Yeah, it's kind of might give a bad impression to start. So I feel like hug <laughs> yeah. is like always like the safe move. So I felt the, the only really like awkward part about that initial reaction was obviously Sam is the one that sets up these dates and he had his back to where they were. And so I, Sam had given me the names of these girls beforehand. I had asked for them. And uh, the one that we are going to call Delilah today had a public Instagram. So I only knew what she looked like, looked like, like kind of just like from what I had seen on our Instagram. I'm looking up, I'm like, I, I think that's her. And so I'm like <laughs> trying to like signal to Butler without like making, like being too obvious. Just be like, yo, Sam, like, yeah, I don't turn, think, turn around. Yeah, I don't think he picked up on it. I remember I said, uh, Sam, I, uh, I think your girls are here. <laughs> just turned around. They're all standing there like holding their phones, just like looking at us. <laughs> they, they clearly knew that we were their triple date. Yeah. And we were, we clearly knew that they were our triple date, but none of us were saying anything. We'll see. This was kind of weird too, because I mean, I was in a conversation with Kyle and I was like, once you get me rolling, I can't really stop. Yeah. But so it took me a second to kind of like analyze the surroundings. Like, okay, what's going on? I look back at the table and all these old people stole all our spots. So I'm like, all right, what is going on here? You know, there's just a whole lot going on. You're meeting three new people. You're trying to figure yeah. out, all right, what's the move? Do we go get drinks right now? Do they want food? Do we find a spot to sit? Like, what's the move here? But um, luckily it wasn't too awkward. At least I thought. Yeah, I thought start. it was pretty pretty easy introduction yeah i mean like kyle just said side hug it's the way to go it really is <laughs> it eases the tensions from the start it's it's power move so i mean <laughs> we made the introductions and then of course we had to go find a new spot which luckily we found a new spot pretty yeah. easily we were still at the spot where these older people were King, trying to like kick us out of when the girls came so they got there and we had like one more seat available there's three of us and then one open seat and we started like kind of stand up and the guy sitting next to me at the time was like oh are you guys leaving and then we're like uh and he's like hey they're leaving and just like have three more people <laughs> sit down in our spots i'm like all right guess i guess we're, we're, guess, we're leaving. Yeah. guess we're definitely leaving yeah that was, and the only awkward part that i remember like the introductions weren't awkward at all the only part that where I felt kind of weird was like when like the old people were like watching us like do the introductions and it was like so <laughs> obvious that it was like a triple like hinge date. That was the only time where I was like kind of cringing. Like, yeah, whatever it happens, they're they're jealous that they they're not young and fun anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they wish they were in our shoes. Exactly. <laughs> now, um, I'm gonna give like tidbits here and there, but I really want to hear from you guys like about the entire experience because. Like I said, I've been through this, like I've been through all the awkwardness, all that sort of mm -hmm. stuff. I want to see what it was like from a fresh pair of eyes. But so after we sit down to introduce the ladies, so we're going to call them Luna, Delilah, and Adele. Yeah. Initial thoughts. Uh, well, I was a little taken aback immediately because all three of them had British accents, which was just yes. not told to us up front. So that was, that was an interesting start. Was not prepared for that one. Definitely, it definitely threw me off a little bit. So you, you left, I don't know if you knew that or not, but that, that part was left out. I knew that Adele was from London, so I didn't know that. And I knew Luna and Delilah were from the UAE. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know what kind of accents they would have, but I, like I said, I like to go into these things blind and just see yeah. what happens. So. Luna um, and Delilah's were much more subtle, but like every now and then, especially with Delilah, like there are a few words that she would say where it's like, 
yeah, you definitely yeah, Peaky, have an accent. Peaky Blinders was Peaky the one that, that brought the accent out, and she also ripped a Manchester United, and it came out during that also. Those yeah. are the, the two big ones. Manchester? But Adele's like, was... Manchester United. <laughs> a very strong accent from Adele. A constant, whatever she was saying. She told us she was uh, from Lebanon, right? Lebanese. Yeah. And so we're like, so you knew she was from London. We didn't know she was from London at this time. And uh, I guess she was just born in Lebanon, then lived all her life in London. That's where the accent had come from. But when she said Lebanon, I'm like, it's not a Lebanese <laughs> accent, I don't think. Yeah, no, that was an easy connection for me, I guess, because my family's Lebanese. So oh, I've really? never been there. Yeah, like my, my parents, it's like, it's my great grandfather moved over, but we still have like Lebanese like heritage, obviously. So we eat all like the Lebanese food and I have a big Lebanese family in Canada. So yeah, that, I guess that was an easy, easy intro for me, but then I, that's why I was confused by the British accent, so. <laughs> I mean, so, from the start, it was kind of an interesting dynamic because it was kind of like two and one and then two and one. Yeah. That's how the conversation started. So it was like me and Luna and Delilah kind of talking about random stuff. And it was you two and Adele talking about random stuff. Yeah. And it kind of just went back and forth, like switch, switching and swapping the entire night, mm -hmm. which I wasn't sure what the conversations were going to be like. Like, I wasn't sure it was going to be like, oh, we all talked to one person. I wasn't sure if it was going to be, oh, it's like one person talking and then everyone just kind of spitballs. I mean, it was a little bit of everything here and there, but mm -hmm. you guys definitely talked to Adele more than I did. So you guys probably know a lot more about Adele. I mean, I pretty much all I know about Adele is that she's from London. That's really all I got out of her, honestly. <laughs> I, I mean, there, there are a couple other things here and there, but uh, I know that she, we talked about a lot of roommate stories, actually. Mm -hmm. She yeah. has a roommate that's obsessed with rice. I remember, I, I remember forgot that. about that. Yeah, <laughs> her roommate, I'll... I don't know the specifics of it, but her roommate loves rice for some reason. Obsessed just, with rice, but doesn't have a rice cooker. Yes. Which yeah. is strange. I think she was saying she prefers the microwaved rice, like, in a bag. Like, won't even boil water. I think she just makes it in a microwave, mm -hmm. which is strange. <laughs> because that's, like, maybe the worst rice I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no rice aficionado, but I'm pretty sure micro microwave rice is not the grade A premium quality that a rice lover would enjoy. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, too. So the entire night, I went to a concert the night before. Mm -hmm. It was pretty loud. I could barely hear anything in that place. Like, so they were saying things. And I know there are a couple times where I had to ask them like three times. Like, I did not hear anything you just said. Mm -hmm. And then they would tell me again and I would just give up. I was just like, all right, this, this is going straight over my head. Just, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was very loud in there. I will say. Um the music was bumping and just like so much people too. There's just a lot of conversations like, was, around us. So I was struggling to hear Luna and Delilah, which uh, granted they were further away. And that's kind of why the two and two and one conversations happened because it was just easiest for Kyle and I to be talking to Adele the whole time. Uh, especially I couldn't hear them. Like I had to lean way forward uh, just to even kind of make out what Luna and Delilah were saying. <laughs> All right, I want to hear from you guys. Just anything that's going off in your heads right now at this point in time of the date. I just immediately thought, I'm like, wow, this is going pretty well. Like, I had, I've had, i obviously been listening to the podcast for a while, so I know you've had some pretty good ones, uh, one or two not-so-great ones. And right off the bat, I'm like, hey, these girls are talking to us, first of all. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> They're very sociable. They can hold a conversation. And they, they just seemed like really nice, really nice girls. So I thought it was going well at this point. I had been nervous going in, but at this point, I think my nerves had kind of calmed down and 
I was uh, just kind of flowing with the conversation. Yeah, I think at that point, probably like my first thought was like, all right, we need to get everybody like some drinks. Not to like loosen mm-hmm. it up, but just like it felt more natural to like yeah. have, have a drink, like hold a drink in front of you and just be more, more sociable, but not for like, not because it was like awkward or anything. Were you nervous? I wasn't nervous like going into it. I think when we got there, I was like, all right, well, I didn't think they're going to show up. I was, I was expecting them to flake. Like you said, I guess that, that's a fairly common occurrence. Um, but no, I mean, I wasn't really nervous until like, probably like five minutes or two minutes before they're about to show up. I was like, oh, this is actually going to happen. Oh, well, too late now. <laughs> it's just kind of a weird experience. It's like, especially he had never met you. So it was mm-hmm. even weirder for him. But it's just, I, I think we were in the car. I'm like, it's so weird that we're doing this. Like, what are we doing right now? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is pretty weird. I'm not even going to lie, but that's kind of the fun of it, honestly. Exactly. It's not something that you hear about every day or something that you do every day. So yeah, I, that's at least part of the reason I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I was with you, honestly. Like, from the start, I was like, all right, this is actually going pretty decent because mm-hmm. there are times where you're talking to someone and they're just not giving you anything. But that was not the case here. I mean, these girls were all very sociable. They were talking about a whole bunch of different topics. I mean, we started talking about Formula One. We started mm-hmm. talking. One big topic of the night was nightclubs because I guess they're big nightclub goers. Yeah. I don't know about, I mean, I do know this about you two, but I know you two aren't big club goers at all. I've only been to a couple clubs here and there. Mm-hmm. They were giving us the rundown. I mean, Bijou Thursdays, I guess that's the move. And, and, and Saturdays, venue Fridays. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I couldn't remember what the lineup was, but actually, interesting little tidbits. The girls that I went on the first double date with, I still kind of text back and forth with one of the girls. I'm pretty good friends with her now. Mm-hmm. She's a big club goer. She said Bijou is the worst club. Mm. So I think we got a little bit of like a. Well, this first girl, um, she was local, right? She's United States. No. Oh, she is. She's well. I mean, so she's originally from Indonesia. Okay. But she spent like majority of her life in san francisco okay because i know just uh the trends i've seen is that the uh international students are a lot bigger club goers in general than the uh usa students or canada or uh whatever Mm -hmm. and so i was wondering if maybe there was a difference but if she's international somewhat then maybe not i don't know All, all i'm hearing is that I'm hearing from one person, Bijou's the greatest place on the planet. I'm hearing, well, I mean, in terms of, they yeah. wanted to make it very clear that all the Boston clubs are not good, but yeah. out of all of them, Bijou's right. the best. But then you got this one over here saying Bijou's the worst. I don't know. Yeah, definitely made me more inclined to try it. So yeah. I don't know if it might, might not be a Thursday, maybe a Saturday, or we'll go. I guess they like themes, which they post about, which I had no clue that like any club would do like themes, which makes yeah. it a little bit more... Because I don't like the club scene where it's like everybody's wearing like button downs and you have like 35 year old guys buying like $5,000 tables, just like inviting like the 22 year old girls up to go, like, go sit with them. Like, buy, and you're buying like $20 drinks. I remember they told a story where yeah. they they got, they bought like two tequila shots and she's like, oh yeah, it's, a, it's discounted today. And then it was like 40 bucks, like two shots for 40 bucks. And it was like cheap. That was like the cheap night or something. So yeah. that's, I guess that's why I typically don't go to clubs. And I also think it's like kind of hard to like talk to people, but. Yeah, clubs are much louder, much more uh, like dance forward than bars are. I feel like bars are more like social. Like you're gonna talk a little more. You're still gonna like dance and stuff. The music is still loud, but it's uh, more of a social scene in my eyes, at least. Speaking of old dudes at the club talking to younger girls, that's the other thing. So I'm 24. I still feel like I'm 21, but I'm definitely <laughs> like 
older than you guys and older than them as well. They were all 21. So it was kind of like awkward for me in that sense. I'm like, all right, like I'm really a 24 year old dude. Like, what am I doing here? I'm not sure how you guys thought of that whole scenario, but at least for me, I was like, I remember back when I was 21, when I would go to a couple Mm -hmm. bars and whatever, and I'd be talking to someone and they're like, Oh, I'm like 25, 26. I'm like, Oh, like, Like, what are you doing? It's kind of of, of weird. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean that, I'm not sure how they felt about any, anything like that, but I mean, she matched with you is like the way I saw him. Like, yeah, he's a little older, but like if that bothered them, like they wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> it's also not like and you don't, that old. I mean, yeah, it's not that old. I think the only reason it's seen as like a little strange, quote unquote, is because at that point you're out of college and it's like going clubbing and bar hopping is seen as more of like a college activity. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're still like very young when you're in your 20s. It's not a strange situation I'm a, I'm a few years out the game you know <laughs> um were there any like conversation topics that really stuck out to your get stuck out stood out to you guys i feel like the club thing was a main one yeah I'm trying that to think was of other things big that, conversation oh there were there were big sports fans too which was mm-hmm. which was kind of cool and obviously like being european they had a different like perspective so like mm-hmm. the english football um like tennis like all those sports where like we don't typically follow as much like yeah. follow a little bit obviously but like they're super passionate you could tell but like their football teams and like their tennis stars who like to follow so a little bit different yeah there's a little bit of an argument on how much adele loves novak djokovic and the other girls hate him yeah. like hate his guts so we were kind of getting into that a little bit here and mm-hmm. there um we were talking a lot about the uae oh i'm not sure about you guys but i was talking to luna and delilah a little bit about growing up there what it was like that was actually super interesting to me so me and kev we used to play golf with a kid from dubai so i like to get kind of like this perspective on the uae because it's so foreign to what i could even imagine at some point i'll probably go over there but i've heard so many stories and so many different perspectives on the place i've heard of people that absolutely love it people that absolutely hate it people i mean there's so many things that you can do over there, but these girls, they absolutely love the UAE, everything about it. They were both from mm-hmm. Abu Dhabi, but um, they were telling me like, oh, like I would go back there in a heartbeat. You know yeah. what I mean? And they were both pretty big F1 fans and they have the F1 race there every year. So they were talking about that, going back to the sports topic, uh, if I'm remembering correctly. They, um, the reason that they were in the States, so I mean, they're going to school over here, of course, but I thought it was just kind of funny that they all applied to Ivy Leagues. They didn't get into the Ivy Leagues, unfortunately, but somehow they all ended up in Boston. Yeah. I don't remember the specifics of how, but I know Luna, she started at some really small school in the middle of nowhere in Ohio. (laughs) Just how do you go from the UAE to there? It's always baffled me. Even even with the school that we go to, like it's not a big school by any means. Uh, It's not like a tiny, it's not middle of Ohio, small school like that, but how does... Our former teammate from Dubai end up at this school outside of Boston. Uh, top 10 undergrad business school, Bloomberg, uh, <laughs> 2016. I don't know if you saw those rankings. Yeah, I mean, there's that. but <laughs> Number one in career services every single year. I mean, Allegedly. even if you talk to somebody from like California, they haven't heard of our school a lot of times. So coming from or Dubai. Yeah. I was telling <laughs> if you're not in the Northeast, then yeah. you don't know what our school is. I was telling them every time I go back to Texas and they ask where I go to school, I'm like, oh, I just go to a small business school outside of Boston. That's yeah. it. Same thing. That's the rundown you give them. You have to. I mean, yeah. there's no other way to put it. 
that they're like, oh, you go to Babson? I'm like, no, nope, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, were there any like moments throughout it that you guys felt super awkward aside from like pre date? There was one, there was probably one span of like 20 minutes, I would say when like, so we didn't, the one thing that I, if we could go back and do, I think just like probably like keeping the drinks flowing a little bit. I don't know what the budget is for these kind of things, but cause I think there was like a one, like 25 minute period where like everybody finished their first drinks and like we didn't get another round. So it was like 20, 25 minutes where we get like the conversation was dying down a little bit. And then eventually we went all oh, got like a bunch of shots and more drinks. And then it like life livened it up again. So I feel like that's the one thing like I would definitely keep an eye on in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did notice there was one or two just kind of awkward silences, but then usually somebody would bring back up a conversation or start a new conversation. It would get less awkward again. And they were never that long. It was like maybe 20 seconds. They always seem longer than they actually are. Mm-hmm. But that was the only time where I really felt it was like an awkward situation as if there was those silences. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, for the entire date, I didn't think it was that bad in terms of awkwardness like at all, you yeah. know? I had been on a couple where it was super awkward at certain points, but this one, really from the start, like it was very easy going. Like everything was flowing mm-hmm. pretty well. Um, like honestly, from my perspective, it went pretty, pretty well. Yeah, I mean, just based on what I had heard from other dates listening to the podcast, I thought that this one had gone very well too. Like during it and after it, and like that, in my eyes, couldn't have gone too much like that was pretty ideal yeah i think one thing that helped with that was just how different everybody was mm-hmm. so like you had these girls who like grew up in different countries and moved around a bunch then like came over here for school obviously so like there's just so much to like talk and learn about versus like if you're on a date with a girl who's like from like wooster right then probably a little bit less to like go off of so i feel like that's def that definitely like contributed to it and they were all different majors like i don't i don't know one was econ but then there's one that was uh, like, like in a broadcasting and I forget what, yeah. what Luna was um, or what Delilah was. Delilah, Delilah was computer CS. science. Yeah. Computer science. Yeah. So like everybody had different like interests and backgrounds. So that definitely, I think helps a lot. Yeah. I didn't I agree. agree. Adele was in journalism or what was she into? Yeah. So she wants to like broad, like uh, broadcasting. Like I wasn't sure if it was like sports reporting, but something along those lines. So I know she had does some, she's on some like news show or something at BU. She like hosts it or something. Oh, no way. She yeah, was like she's trying to, trying to get into the New York it, scene. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm on this, this thing at BU, like the BU news. And we're like, is, is that a bad thing that you're in that? She's like, no, it's just like really small. Like, <laughs> of course it's really small. You're in college. You're not going to be on CNN right now or whatever. But um, yeah, she made it. I, am I, we were talking about this before we got in the sports conversation. So when she was talking about it, I was kind of assuming she just meant like doing news reporting, but then she did uh, come back in later and we started talking about like sports a lot. So it could have been sports broadcasting. We'll have to get her view on that when the girls hopefully come on the pod. Did you have any thoughts about the girls at all throughout the entire experience in terms of like how they were as people? Cause like, you know, you go in, someone's either shy someone's either extroverted like any thoughts around that i think they're all extroverted i mean i think yeah. you also have to be like a, a special type of person to go on a show like this or go mm-hmm. on like a blind date like in general right like mm-hmm. i think naturally you're gonna be more extroverted and just more sociable obviously i guess you haven't had th- that experience with everybody but i just feel like nat like naturally the tendency would definitely like lean towards that side of things yeah i agree um like we said earlier Kyle and I really just mostly talked to Adele. So we mostly have the perspective from talking to her, but she was definitely very extroverted. She was leading a lot of the conversations and 
going back and forth with us a lot. And maybe I just thought they were slight, the other two were slightly more introverted because I wasn't talking to them as much. Uh, you could probably uh, dive more into that. But they even then, I was like slightly more introverted, but still very extroverted, like definitely able to hold their hold their own in a conversation. Yeah, no, the conversation was definitely flowing on my end. I mean, they were all super nice, too. Like, I want to yeah. put that out there. Like, they were all extremely nice people, mm-hmm. which I appreciated. Also, I appreciate anyone that actually follows through on yeah. what they say in terms of, oh, you want to do this? Okay, we're going to be there. So I really appreciate that on their end, too. Like, overall, like, I thought it was a great, great one, to be yeah. quite honest. Yeah, especially they were running a little late in the beginning. Uh, and so we were talking, we were like, oh, no, like, no show let's, let's, we can't have a no show like <laughs> i think we we're hoping for a no show a little a little a little sign of me was like well if they don't show it's not the worst like, all right, i'll just have a couple of drinks and yeah. go out to the bar if yeah. they no show but yeah, i was like the food here is really good i could try every single spot probably yeah. I, I would just sat there and <laughs> ate all night if they didn't show up i've been dying to get a no show or a catfish one of the two be great. i think either of those would be great unreal. content great oh, content yeah. i mean i go into all these things like all right what am I going to do for content? But <laughs> there was nothing really that night where I like kind of went off the rails in terms of content stuff, you know? Yeah. I was telling Kyle on the way up here, I feel like a lot of your double dates have had at least like one topic of conversation that you've been able to have, like talk a lot on, on the pod. And I feel like we really had any of those. It was just like a lot of, we talked about a lot of different things for I mean, this, this date lasted a long time. I think we were there for two and a half hours. Yeah, actually. Yeah. No, we, we were deep in there. Like we didn't realize that the place closes at 10 and then 10 30 rolled around and the manager lady came over. It was like, yeah, we closed at 10. You guys got to go. Yeah. The date probably would have lasted longer if we didn't get kicked out. Yeah. I guess that's kind of a natural cutoff. I was also wondering like how you like end it. Cause mm-hmm. like, I guess we'd talk like our plans afterwards. I guess they had a birthday party to go to and we we're gonna meet some of our friends at a bar, but yeah, I wasn't sure like if there was like a time like we were gonna like, like meet for like how was it gonna end like I, I wasn't really sure what to expect. So getting kicked out actually I guess kind of solved that. So yeah, it did. I mean that's also that's usually for me the most awkward part because you don't know what the next move is. Mm-hmm. Like, do we invite them if we go out somewhere? Do we not? Right. Do we just leave? Like, yeah. what's the move here? But yeah, so that worked out. We were talking outside with them for a little while too after the fact and delilah was telling us about how she's lived on every place in the planet and has a has a villa a villa (laughs) everywhere (laughs) that was another word where her accent came out which was perfect because it's already a fancy word and then just gets so much more fancy she's like so we went back to the villa i'm like whoa (laughs) summers in spain yeah yeah i mean i i really don't think there were any like crazy topics of conversation throughout the night i you know at least on a couple of the ones that I went on, there were a couple things that came up and I was like, oh, whoa, 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 hold up. Like, you got to dive more yeah. into that because that is kind of absurd, whatever you just said. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really anything like that. Like, I can't say that they went out, they're hooking up with NBA players like <laughs> some of my other dates. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they were, they weren't bringing it out. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were under stronger NDAs, maybe. Maybe, maybe. You never know. But... No, I mean, I thought it was great. You know, I I had a great time. My energy was definitely low that night because I had to wake up early for work. It was a long yeah. day at work. So I was kind of just letting you guys do what you had to do. I didn't really jump in too much. I didn't really dive too much into conversation. I was just sitting there vibing. Yeah, and that's, I feel like, was kind of the whole night for everyone. It was just kind of, obviously, there was the conversation. We were all 
talking the whole time, but it was just kind of all of us vibing with each other. Mm -hmm. And like, like you said, not many crazy specific topics of conversation, but all around just a good night. What would you rate the experience like if you had to give like overall rundown on the entire thing? I have nothing to compare it to is the problem. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't go too high. Cause then like if the next one's better, you know, like what, where are you going to go from there? But I feel like based on experiences I've heard on the podcast, I'd go up eight to nine range. I mean, they, they were really nice. Felt like they really, I, I had no real complaints about it. So. Yeah. Like what are your, some post round thoughts? Um, I would well first of all for my rating I'd give it an eight point three. Eight point three. Okay. Yeah, I think I think that's it was good. Really that's a good, all around good solid. Yeah. yeah. And post round post thoughts I guess. Yeah. Post thoughts. Yeah. I mean I I just think it was like it was really friendly like I don't know I'm sure yeah. we'll like see them out and around again like they're just you know really cool people I think we get, we vibe mm-hmm. really well. Yeah. It didn't even, it didn't feel like a triple date it just felt like hanging out with like friends that we had known for a while even. Yeah. Obviously we mm-hmm. were just meeting them and learning about them but it felt like the conversation was strong enough where it felt like we had known these people for a while and we could have talked much longer would you guys ever go on one again oh absolutely yeah I'd definitely go again once i get cuffed yeah <laughs> <laughs> sure that seems to be the uh the double date killer yeah yeah you know it, it happens yeah i can't hate on people for getting cuffed at all it's just you know i like going on these they're kind of fun to go on you yeah know? they are well, would you, oh, I guess that wouldn't really work. I was going to say, like, go on a date, like, yeah, no, like a double date, like bring your roommate and his girlfriend and go with like a, like another random girl. Like, would you ever do that or no? Dumb, yeah, for sure. I mean, if they ever wanted to. Yeah. It it would probably just be a lot more, um, I don't know what it would be like, honestly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, like, I'd totally do that for sure. So it could kind of be weird, I guess, because, like, you three would know each other, obviously, yeah. and, like, she wouldn't know any of you. So she right. kind of feel like she's getting, like, ganged up on, I guess. It'd right. be a lot harder for from the girl's perspective, I think, yeah. than what the current situation is. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or even if it was, like, so me going out with three people that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if I had a girlfriend, like, of course, I know my girlfriend, but I probably wouldn't yeah. know the other two. Yeah. You know, that might be a little weird, but... Right goes both ways mm-hmm. but you know i totally do that for sure but i think i got a little ways to go before i start thinking about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i i would give the whole experience this was probably my most enjoyable one to be quite honest like go. i really enjoyed the experience gotta hand it to the girls they did a great job coming through um so yeah that was that on the date after the fact we ended up going over to howl at the moon I just mm-hmm. want to dive into this really quickly, just because I had never been there before, didn't know what to expect. I know you two were going there for, I don't know what you were going there for, like meeting for someone's birthday yeah, or something. Neither no, do I, really. of friends were, well, I guess one of our roommates was going for like his friend's birthday, and then I guess we just told a bunch of our friends and alumni who we normally go out with that that's, yeah. what, that's that was the spot. We usually just try and pick a one spot every weekend, and then we all go to the same place, so that's why mm-hmm. we went to hell, but... I wasn't that impressed with like the downstairs area. Had you ever been there before? No, I'd never been there. I'd always heard of it. Like I don't know. If, so I guess like the background. There's like a upstairs and like a downstairs, but the downstairs is, like the club, but it's not connected. So you have to go. It's like it's two separate buildings. So you go outside to get into the club part, which is kind of weird. And it's just I, I, didn't, I didn't like the bottom, the downstairs part of it at all. But yeah. So I had been to I had been to Howell once, but I stayed upstairs the entire time. I was just there with uh, one of my friends and his girlfriend who were up visiting from Connecticut for a Red Sox game 
And I'm like, hey, let's like let's meet at a bar after. And I had heard some people might be going there, so we picked that one. And uh, they have live music upstairs, which was uh, pretty cool. I'm a big live music fan. Um, even just in a bar like that, whether it be that or a legitimate concert like you went to the other night. Uh, but I have to agree with Kyle here. I wasn't a big fan of the downstairs this time around. Uh, he was saying that you had to go outside. Uh, the line was really long, and so there was actually an indoor entrance too that you're not supposed to go in. I don't know if I told you this, but I had a stamp from just like paying my cover and getting in. And I walk up and I show the guy at the inside door my stamp. He's like, no, you need a wristband. I'm like, oh, I need a wristband? And they just looks at me like, no, nah, you're good, and let me in. And like I was just there alone, like beer in my hand. I, all my friends were downstairs at that point because I was hanging out with uh, Sam upstairs for most of the time. And uh, so shout out to that bouncer for letting me in without a wristband. Yeah, that was the first time I had ever been there. Like Kyle said, it was one of those places where I heard a lot of people saying, oh, I've been here a few times. So I was like, okay, whatever. It was a little bit closer to where I live. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll save a couple bucks on Mm -hmm. an Uber ride back. So I get there. Yeah, immediate thoughts. I was not a big fan of the place. It's very, it's a weird crowd for sure. Um, But... I walk downstairs, I go into the bathroom, and immediately I'm like, I think I know this person. I keep walking a little closer. I'm like, oh my goodness. I ended, I didn't even tell you this. One of my best friends that I played golf with before he was there, um, back in college, was just in the bathroom there. (laughs) Like, literally one of my best friends. And I was like, you're kidding me. And he looks at me, he's like, I cannot believe you're here right now. And then, so... I see him, I go back upstairs and he happened, this is like another weird kind of situation. So he went to a boarding school in high school and his roommate there was a kid that lived down the street from me when I was growing up. So I go upstairs, I didn't even know that he was there. And then I see the kid that lived down the street that I grew up with. I was like, oh, no way. Like, this is crazy. Like the chances of me, like I didn't expect to be going to Howl at all, but then I show up there and then bam, he's there. He immediately tells me, he's like, yo, there's a bachelorette party up front. He's like, we got to go make some moves, bro. Uh, Talking to me. Yeah, I heard um, the, the bachelorette party also, yeah. They, they were like 50-year-old yeah. it was It was crazy. <laughs> it was hilarious. But um, no, he was, he was just joking around about that. There were 50-year-old bachelorettes there, though. Yes, there was. And um, yeah, in terms of how, like, I was not a fan. Yeah, <laughs> I was there for 20 minutes. I was like, all right, time for me to go. Yeah. I think it's very overhyped. I'd heard very good, even before I went the first time, I had heard very good things about this place. And, like, and my thoughts on it were just, it's fine. It, it wouldn't, would not be even close to my first pick. Uh, I didn't hate, I don't hate the bar area. I didn't like the downstairs very much, but I just thought it was okay. And people had hyped it up way too much for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of like an old man at heart too. So like I go to these places and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, why am I yeah. here right now? Like yeah. I should, I should be asleep. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, that was pretty much the entire experience for the most part. I'm sure we, I mean, we missed out like some conversation topics and whatever, but there wasn't really anything that stuck out in terms of like, Oh, we have to talk about this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts from you guys? Not really, no. Yeah, I, got, I, I think we covered everything. Yeah. How's the podcast experience been so far? I haven't brought on many guests, so I've uh, I've been liking it. Uh, the whole the whole setup's really cool. The headsets and everything. The first time I put it on, you turned the mics on. I was like watching you speak from across the room. I couldn't hear a single word coming out of your mouth. Just like 
normally <laughs> I could just hear it through the headset and uh yeah I, I've never done anything like this before with the podcasting or any of that yeah I like it positive experience definitely now speaking of the podcast we were talking about this a little bit on the date like I said you never know with girls they're flaky whatever they did say that they want to come on the podcast they did that was kind of like the opening thing that they started talking to me about. They're like, oh, my God, we want to come on the podcast. Not even sure they've ever listened to an episode. I'm immediately sending them this episode after I'm done oh, editing yeah. it and stuff. But you never know. Maybe, maybe they'll have to come back on. They seemed uh, very excited to come on the podcast. And now Not that just, I, yeah, we would do it. They n- were, now that I know that Adele is into journalism, broadcasting, all that sort of stuff, you know, maybe. Good for her she, resume. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately put Disco Inferno at the top of the resume. Exactly. Get some content going. But yeah, so I mean, overall, great experience. I I really have nothing else to add. Hope we did the date justice. But no, I appreciate you both coming on it. You know, it's not every day that you find people that are just down to try something new like that. So I really appreciate and respect that about you guys. Thank you for making the whole experience enjoyable. Like, I got nothing but great things to say about the both of you for coming on. So appreciate that as always thank you for having us yeah absolutely and yeah i guess we'll just close it off at that if you haven't already share this podcast with your friends please send it to the homeboys send it to the homegirls if you want to come on like these lovely gentlemen did today come on because i'm looking to bring as many people on as possible just have some fun with it that's really the whole goal of this thing just have some fun so i mean that's about it so thank you guys any closing remarks for the audience? Anything you want to get off your chest, Kev? I know that I see the wheels turning a little bit. I'll just uh, subscribe to Disco Inferno, the podcast. I've had a great time listening to it over the, uh, what is it, like six-ish months now you guys have been recording this. And uh, I think you guys are hopefully having a good time listening too. So. I can't wait for Noah and Alan to listen to this. Oh, me too. <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm excited to hear their reaction to hearing us because, uh, yeah. I've been trying to get Noah on for a long time because I feel like he would be the perfect person to listen to just oh, ramble yeah. about anything. Yeah, Noah would have been really good on this podcast <laughs> and on the date also. But he's been, uh, he's been, I talked to him about doing it and he seemed like pretty tentative about going on the podcast. But I think once you got him on, he would like, it might take a little convincing, but once you got him on there, it would be a really good one. <laughs> I mean, Noah, we're calling you out. You got to come on, dude. I know that you're listening to this. Whoa. So. Yeah. You don't want to upset he'll, Jane. He'll be listening, yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be about triple dates. It can be about anything. I don't care. I could talk about... You can. You should, exactly. talk, you should ask him about his relationship. I'm, I'm sure he'd, maybe he could do a topic on that. Actually, know. that's a good idea. He, he loves to openly talk about it, so we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> very, he, he very, lo- very open about his feelings. About his feelings. <laughs> 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 All right, I'll leave it at that. Hopefully we get Noah on at some point. Ladies, if you're listening... I'm holding it to you. Come on the podcast. Yep. Got to hear your perspective. That's like kind of my favorite part about this whole thing. I like hearing yeah. all the perspectives. So come on the podcast. Let's make it happen. Aside from that, I hope everyone listening has a great day the rest of the day. Stay safe out there. It's a dangerous world, but get after it. So leave it at that. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>